What's up guys, Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast Hope you guys are doing wonderfully well I am uh, driving home from taking my kids to their mother's house Just enjoying the drive It's it's like half of the drive is enjoyable The second half of the drive is not So I'm still on the first half, so I'm enjoying the drive (laughs) It's just scenic The second half is all highway and city So, you know, it's faster It's just, it's lame (laughs) So... Anyway, I hope you guys are doing great. I actually want to talk about integrity today. Um, I want to talk about integrity in a few different areas. There's two definitions, in my opinion, of integrity. They're kind of the same, but they are worded in a way that's different, which makes you think about integrity differently. So one way is to think about doing the right thing when no one is looking. Okay, that's integrity, right? So if you do the right thing when everyone is looking, that's different compared to doing the right thing when no one is looking. Right, doing the right thing with anyone, anyone, everyone's looking—that's that's more like honesty, which is good, right? But when no one is looking and you still do the right thing, that's that's pretty key. That's pretty amazing. Um, I'll give you a quick example. Not that this is that hard, but it was something my son pointed out because we, one of our—it's not just a company value for me. It's a, it's a personal value as well as a family core value. We have. In our family, we have four core values, one of them being integrity. And uh, there was this, uh, before Halloween, um, there was a haunted trail in our the village we live in. And um, we I, I took my two youngest boys to it. They were the only ones that wanted to go. And it's 10 bucks a person, right? So it'd be 30 bucks. And I realized the day of, like 10 minutes we're about to leave, I'm like, ah, shoot, I don't have any cash. I don't know if they can accept cards. So I asked my oldest, uh, who's 17, I'm like, hey, do you have 30 bucks in cash? I'll cash app you the 30 bucks, uh, just in case, just in case they don't take a card. You know, if they do take a card, you know, I'll pay it and then pay you back your, your cash here. And he's like, yeah, totally cool. So he gave me 30 bucks and I went to pay. And guess what? They accepted cards. So I paid it with the card and then came home. And of course, his $30 were still in my pants pocket. And I forgot about it for a couple days. Um, and then, and then I was doing laundry and every time I start putting away my laundry, my pants, I check my pockets cause I know my habits. I know I got bad habits there. I leave crap in my pockets all the time. So I checked and I'm like, Oh yeah, it's 30 bucks. And I went and put it on his desk, uh, because he was, he was in another room doing something. So I just went and put it on his desk and he told me later when he found the $30, he's like, Hey dad, what's this for? And I explained, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's for the haunted trail thing. They accepted the card or whatever. And he's like, oh, I totally forgot about that. He's like, you could have stolen that. He's like, thanks, Dad, for having integrity. And I'm like, hey, it's a, it's a core value. <laughs> so simple example. Of course, I would never try to intentionally steal from my kids. So that was, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but it's, it's a simple example of, of that. Doing the right thing when no one's looking. Also, doing what you say you're going to do. Right? How many of us as parents tell our kids, Hey, yeah, we're going to do this on this day. And then we come up with excuses that day to not do the thing. How many of us do that? I know I've done that in the past over the last year or so. I've really worked hard on not doing that. Um, and I actually feel like I've, I've done pretty freaking good. Um, I've actually gotten a lot better at that, um, quite a bit. And then, um, Lost my train of thought here for a second, guys. Sorry. Yeah. All of a sudden, this car passed me with a weird bumper sticker. And I started thinking about, like, what the crap is that? What's a 
what's a Volo Volo bag? Does anyone know what a Volo bag is? It was like it was just a bumper sticker. I heart Volo bag. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Anyway, I gotta get a Prosperity U bumper sticker. That's what I need. Um, anywho, um, <laughs> so doing what you say you're gonna do, including with your kids, including with your spouse, including with your business partners, with your friends, hold yourself accountable. There's there is this uh, guy that Brian showed me. Oh man, I can't remember his name. Andy something. Um, he takes this this concept a little bit to the extreme, but I like it. Um, so for example, he said, if anyone on his team does not have a six pack, like a six pack abs, he fires them in order to keep your job at this company. You have to have a six pack. Isn't that crazy? Now you could say that's discrimination, but in reality, it's, it's standards, isn't it? It's standards. Now is that unreasonable? A little bit. It's it's a little it's a little unreasonable. People go through cycles and you can be fit without a six pack. You know, some some people literally in the summertime cut and the wintertime purposely gain a little bit. Not unhealthy amounts by any means, right? Sorry, a call just came in. I had to decline that. I'm recording right now. Anyway, I thought it was cool, though, the concept of holding his people to what they said they're going to do, to that extreme. That is an extreme consequence. In my opinion, that consequence is too extreme. But does it hold people accountable? Heck yeah, it does. 100%. 100%. It does. Um, In business, it's no different. How many businesses offer a guarantee? We offer a guarantee. I don't know if you guys knew that. Some of you guys. Um, if somebody comes on board with us today, we guarantee that if they follow our system, okay, which means trading three to five times a week, 30 minutes a day, um, recording that, submitting it to their coach, they're watching their coach's reviews, showing up to the group calls, all of those things. If they follow that process for six months, we guarantee they'll have 100% growth on their account. What's more important, though, is they will have built a skill set, not even built a skill set, mastered a skill set at that point to actually dominate the markets every day. That's what we look at, and we guarantee that. How can we possibly guarantee something like that? Because we know on our end what we need to do and what we need to teach you, what we need to show you, um, what we need to talk to you about. We know what we need to do. In order to get that result for you, help you get that result rather, because we can't do it for you. It's like it's like if you went to a gym and they were like, look, your membership includes a personal trainer and you can come as often as you want. You can come every day, twice a day, um, but a minimum of three to five times a week is required. Okay, <clears throat> show up. Our personal trainer will train you. We will tell you what to eat. We will tell you how to think. We'll tell you what to lift. We'll tell you what cardio to do. We'll tell you what your heart rate should be in. We'll tell you literally everything that you need to do in order to maximize your result. And I guarantee you, if you show up, we'll do our part. It'll it'll happen. You'll get the result you're looking for. And then, if you don't show up to the gym, who's lacking integrity there? The gym with the guarantee? 
or you as the person not showing up, not in not putting yourself into that system? That's the question. That's the question. Part of what makes business integrity so cool, though, by the way, is oftentimes the the agreements and expectations are written out very clearly. And I like that. I love that, in fact, because I think clarity is king. Confuse, if you confuse, you lose, is something Brian always says. If you confuse, you lose. Clarity is king. Holy smokes. How much more clear can it be than a written agreement? Right? You just look over the agreement, see if everyone agrees, everyone signs. Boom. Now everyone needs to be held accountable. It is that freaking simple. And I actually really like that. So integrity is doing the things that you say you're going to do. Now, there's one more concept here that I want to talk about with regards to integrity. It's a saying out there called, well, this is how it goes. It says, uh, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. So if you go to your job, let's say you have a job. You go to your job and you're just miserable and grumpy about having to get up and go to the job and deal with people and and all those kinds of things. and And all you do is complain about that kind of stuff. Well, guess what's going to happen? The way you do that thing is kind of, it starts to bleed into other areas of your life. And all of a sudden, even the things that you enjoy doing, all of a sudden you start to realize you're, you're complaining during that time too. Right? Complaining is actually one of the worst things that you can possibly do, by the way. One of the worst things. Complaining is literally the opposite of gratitude. It's literally being ungrateful. For something in life. And now, does that mean that life is perfect for everybody? Absolutely not. But complaints are definitely something that can be controlled. Um, it's a choice to complain. My point here is um, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So if you're focused on negative things, that's going to bleed into things that should bring you joy. And all of a sudden, you can't enjoy the joyful things. Why? Because you're focused on the negatives. Let's look at like a holiday, for example. Okay. Um, let's look at whatever Thanksgiving's coming up, um, for the U S folks, uh, Christmas is coming up. Um, those are times of joy. Spend time with family, have some laughs, eat some amazing food, open gifts, give to other people, serve folks as much as you possibly can. These are all things that are are possible. These are amazing, amazing things that that we just we sometimes we lose that because we're complaining about who has to cook the turkey. Or we complain about um you know, who asked for the expensive gifts. <laughs> right? Or I don't know. Um if you're if you're like me and you're co-parent, um who gets the kids for what holiday? And this is, again, where written agreements can come in handy, right? So for, for me and my ex-wife, it, there's no argument. We literally have a written agreement. <laughs> it's, it's really clear. It's crystal clear. I, I know for a fact um, this year for Thanksgiving, I do not have the kids, but I do for Christmas. Um, I think that's the way it is. Maybe it's the other way around. Uh, actually, I think it is the other way around. Whatever. I'll have to look. It's no big deal. But that's, that's the whole point. All of that is the, the point. The point is the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So even if you're in a negative situation, what you perceive to be negative, what happens? Just out of curiosity. What happens if you reframe the situation 
to either a realistic one or even a positive frame. Not an unrealistic positive frame. Not positive to the point of delusion. Okay, there is a difference. There's a big difference. Okay, but still a positive frame. Okay, so if we think about like, um, let me think of a good one. Um, let me think, let me think, let me think. Okay, I mean, a simple one. If you trade and you lo- you lose a trade, how do you view that loss? Do you view it as you're an idiot, you don't know how to trade, you don't know what you're doing, you suck at this? Or do you view it as, oh, what did I miss? I wonder what I could learn. What might I do differently? Okay, do you see how that's different? It's actually shifting from a why to a what. So instead of saying, why did I do that? Oh my gosh, why was I... I don't know. Why did I do that? (laughs) Let's stick with that. Um, You say, what might I do differently next time? This actually just happened. Every Thursday morning, if you don't know, um, I trade in front of everybody. And uh, I'm doing a little case study with that. So I started a brand new account. Um, It's not verified yet. I'm going to have my mom verify it. (laughs) Okay, She'll be the the account holder. (laughs) But... uh, I started this new account on demo. I'm going through the process. Gate one on demo, at least 10 trades and t- trading sessions in demo. I'm three in right now. Um, the goal is after those 10 sessions, you should be at a 60% win rate. Um, if you're not, you got to keep going in demo. You're not ready to go live. Okay, so that that's kind of the point. So I'm going to be doing this process. And so I'm three sessions in and Two of those three were on a Thursday morning with everybody watching me. And um, the the last one that I did, I ended up going all the way to the fourth trade. And for those of you that are members with us, you know what that means. For those of you that are not members with us, you don't know what that means. It basically is the most risky position you can be in when you're trading our style of trading. So <clears throat> I was on this fourth trade. First and foremost, it's important to note, I was not concerned whatsoever. I had filled out, we have this emotional evaluation at the beginning, and I said, if I had, if I did lose the day, I would be okay, and I would roll with it, no big deal. I committed to that before I started trading. So I wasn't panicking. I knew, I know my skill set. I know that, what, what to look for, and I was just waiting for that one trade to look for it, and I found it, and I got it, and it was no big deal, okay? Um afterwards, I looked at my own recording with everybody. They watched me analyze and I found two trades where yes, I made the trades and in at the time kind of made sense, but I had missed one of them. I missed a, a massive support. I can't believe I missed that massive support. And number two, it was actually a weak fake out candle. We used to call these things chihuahuas. They're, they're, they're big in spirit, <laughs> but they're tiny candles. They're weak. Okay, so we used to call those Chihuahua candles. Um, anyway, so I fell for a Chihuahua. It's like, in my opinion, one of the most basic things. So there was two trades out of the seven that I took that morning that could have been avoided, and I could have done so much better. And that's all I did. I just looked at those and I said, "Oh my gosh, I need to remember this. Oh my gosh, I can't. I need to not forget this. Right? Like, like." It was a learning experience for me, as it is every time I trade. Okay, and that's the key. That is the key that 
you know, for trading, for anything. You don't complain about it, no matter what the situation is. Now, of course, there's huge emotional situations that sometimes get a little out of control, such as divorce or a death in the family or someone's going through health challenges. Look, I get it. I'm, 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 I'm talking about simple things. When you get into those heavy emotional things, it's really important, in my opinion, to go get some external help. Get someone to help you out, to sort your, to help you get sorted. I had to do this. Um, I hired a guy named Blair, absolutely amazing person. Um, love him to death. And he helped me a lot going through my divorce. Even after the divorce, I had some challenges um, with myself in terms of like worthiness and things like that. Not, not with wealth, but like, I don't know, you know, it was going through a divorce is really, really challenging for everyone, anyone that goes through it. And I remember when I was first going through it, he helped me kind of reframe, um, reframe to reality. And, uh, it was really, really great. And then there was this one week I remember that I was just feeling like garbage about the whole thing. And this is after the divorce was done. Even I was still kind of feeling like garbage about it this one week. And so I just kind of told him, you know, I was, I was on a call with him and I'm like, you know, I've been really struggling this week because of this, this, and this. And he asked me one simple question. He goes, let me ask you this, Zach, and I want you to answer it quickly. He goes, I don't want you to think too hard. This is a very simple, instinctual answer. I said, okay, what? He goes, since the divorce, are you happier? And immediately, guys, without hesitation, because he told me to think of this like instinctually, I said, yes, 100%. 100%. And he goes, okay. That's all I needed for a reframe. He just helped me to reframe my thinking, right? Instead of complaining about the situation, he helped me to refocus on the fact that I'm in, I am, I am living a much better life since the divorce, like significantly better. My relationship with my kids has never been better. Seriously, really strong relationship with my kids now. Um, stronger, I should say. Um, and so I'm, I'm, actually really grateful that the divorce happened. Now, am I frustrated with my dating life? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's it's uh it's challenging to find a compatible person that's committed. Um which is funny coming from me as a guy cuz isn't that usually what girls say about guys? Anyway, whatever. Whatever. It's all good. <laughs> I'm not uh I'm not rushing anything, you know. Um I'm going to kind of leave it up to God and I'm on a cool dating app. It's pretty fun. At least I get to converse and every once in a while I get a date and then that date determines if there's another date. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> apart from that, <laughs> everything's going great. Um, but the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Doing the right thing when no one's looking. Doing what you said you're going to be doing. These are things to keep in mind, you guys. You should write these things down. You should always remember them. Don't complain about a bad trading session. Instead, reframe that to say, hey, look what I learned. Look what I learned. So if, you, if you're a member and you're talking in our community and you're like, ah, I took a lesson day. What if instead you said, hey, guys, this is what I learned today. I learned that I need to be more careful of MACD support and resistance. That's it. You're not even saying that you had a lesson day. You don't even need to say that. Here's what I learned today. Boom, 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 boom. 
The way you do anything is the way you do everything. Okay? Don't focus on the fact that it was a lesson day, meaning a lost day. Instead, just focus on the lesson learned. That's all you got to do. You'd be surprised. Such a simple little shift in the way that you think creates massive external results. Your inner world creates your outer world. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. That's something I've learned from a guy named Taylor Welsh. He's one of the most successful entrepreneurs um, in my time. And he's he's so successful. He's, he's great. He actually reminds me a lot of James Leon, uh, who's one of our, our trading coaches for Phase 2 with us. So James has this thing where, like, he makes obviously wonderful money with trading. Um... And he knows what he makes, and he is happy with it, and he doesn't he doesn't get over-ambitious with it. He knows what he wants to make, and he makes it. Taylor Welsh is very similar. So Taylor, at first, he was living the entrepreneur life of, like, being very ambitious, and growth, 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 and how fast can I get to big, big, big numbers? And then, eventually, what that did is it actually took away from relationships. His pillar number four overcame pillar number three and even pillar number two is health and that's when he decided it's not worth wealth is not worth (coughs) excuse me it's not worth health and relationships you gotta have health and relationships so he took that and he's like okay great i'm just gonna i'm gonna take a step back and he did and and he got a positive result from that he he enjoyed taking that step back so much so that he took another step back and then another one and then another one and eventually he sold his company and started a new company that makes him a certain amount and he's happy with it he doesn't want to grow per se he's growing just really really small incremental amounts in order to live a very harmonized lifestyle that's amazing I respect the crap out of that guys I seriously do that's something that, that we often think about and talk about as a company ourselves. Um, there, there are ways, guys, that we could grow so much faster, but we don't because our focus is the results. We want to make sure our people are getting a result, and that needs to remain a focus, and everything else is secondary. Everything else is secondary. And so there are times where we pull back and we say, look, we're just going to pull back on calls. We need to. Like, that's all there is to it. And uh, and we'll do that. Um, and then there's other times where we're like, hey, let's push the calls, right? Things are going well in fulfillment side. Let's push some calls. Let's go. And we're growing year over year. We're growing by a leaps and bounds. Uh, we've already doubled our revenue this year compared to last year. We got two months left. That's amazing. So we've, we've already grown leaps and bounds, but that's a very controlled growth. We actually originally were going to get, <clears throat> we wanted to 5X our year last year. Um, looks like we're only going <clears> to <throat> basically a little more than 2X it, which is fine. Um, and we're, we're very grateful for it and proud of it. And we've learned so much in that increase to help us increase more next year, right? And to have maybe even a more reasonable goal now that we've experienced what we experienced. So, anyway, all right, I'm I'm off I'm off the rails 
All right. We're, <laughs> integrity, guys. Do the right thing when no one's looking. Do what you say you're going to be doing. And uh, um, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Remember those three things. Love you all. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.